I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Your roads where speed limits are coming down. I'm Dick Uliano. Three Maryland state troopers accuse the agency of discriminating against troopers of color. Is recycling plastics really making a difference for the environment? A closer look at that in 10 minutes. It's midnight on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. In the Pennsylvania Senate race, Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz met tonight in a pointed debate. CBS News Chief Election and Campaign Correspondent Robert Costa was there. Fetterman cast himself as someone who was independent but broadly supportive of the Biden agenda. Oz, who has the backing of former President Trump, said he would support a Trump run in 2024. But Oz also said he had his own politics and his own message. The debate aired on News Nation. On Spectrum News NY1, New York Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul faced Republican challenger Representative Lee Zeldin in their only scheduled televised debate. Hochul criticized Zeldin's support for former President Trump. You've been an election denier, a climate change denier. You and Donald Trump were the masterful COVID deniers. We are dealing with a real crisis. And the more people get vaccinated, get those shots in arms. And I would do it all over again what I did last year, that mandate for health care workers. Zeldin criticized Hochul over nursing home deaths during the pandemic. Why do you speak up with regards to the deadly nursing home order and cover-up? Why aren't you looking into the transparency and accountability that these families of thousands of deceased New York families have? Why didn't you stick up for the people who weren't able to see their loved ones in their final hours and being denied. The 19-year-old man who opened fire at a high school in St. Louis Monday morning, killing a student at a teacher, was armed with a rifle and more than 600 rounds of ammunition. More from CBS's Jeff Begay's. Police say the gunman was carrying an arsenal that could have caused much more damage and death. We know now that he had in his possession one uh, rifle, an AR-15 style rifle, a 223 caliber. Police shot and killed the shooter. In a handwritten note, he said he had no friends, no family, no girlfriend, and was isolated. A Russian court has denied WNBA star Brittany Griner's appeal of her nine-year prison sentence for drug possession. More from CBS's Weijia Zhang. The WNBA star told a three-judge panel that her time behind bars has already taken a toll. It's been a very, very stressful and a very traumatic amount of mental and psyche being away from my family. Griner will now be sent to a penal colony, a type of labor camp known for brutal conditions. The House January 6th investigating committee has been interviewing former close Trump aide Hope Hicks. Although Hope uh, Hicks didn't play a major role in the Trump administration's response to the insurrection, she was working in the White House at the time. The investigation is now winding down, although the committee has subpoenaed former President Trump for an interview in the coming weeks. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 1203, Wednesday morning, October 26, 2022, 58 in the nation's capital. Spotty drizzle overnight, only into the upper 50s for a low.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. Metro's safety watchdog greenlights the rail system's use of more 7,000 series cars. Here's WTOP's Mike Marillo. It's news that Metro is needed to move forward with opening phase two of the Silver Line. An approval from the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission for Metro's plan to safely return 7,000 series cars to service. Commission spokesperson Maximus says the OK plan lays out steps that Metro must take when returning the cars. So riders, workers, uh, anybody else out there on the system can be confident that there are safety mitigations in place for this this known issue of the wheels moving on the axle. But he says the safety commission must also okay Metro's safety plan for phase two of the silver line before it can happen. But Metro General Manager Randy Clark says this step means a start date for the new leg of the silver line can be set in the near future. The goal was to get it going before Thanksgiving. Metro says adding more cars will also reduce crowding on the red line. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Against that backdrop, what will it take to open the silver line extension of Metro to Dulles Airport? NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss tells WTOP about the next steps. There's a board meeting this week. I'd be surprised if we don't hear a little more movement about a date for the Silver Line. Metro is going to have to make sure it's doing everything it needs to do to bring more of these trains back on the tracks with the proper inspection procedures. So granted, all of that happens, then yeah, we will be talking about the Silver Line opening to Dulles Airport and beyond into Loudoun County before Thanksgiving. That is NBC4's Adam Tuss. It's 12.05 to the roads now in hopes of decreasing the number of crashes. Speed limits are going down on five roads in Alexandria. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The speed limit is dropping this fall from 35 to 25 miles per hour on North Beauregard Street and also on West Braddock Road from North Beauregard to Quaker Lane. Speed limits are being reduced from 25 to 15 in school zones on both roads and also in school zones on North Howard Street and Seminary Road. A new 15-mile-per-hour school zone limit is being posted on King Street between Radford and Quincy Streets. Alexandria says there have been more than 500 crashes on these roads since 2015. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Three Maryland State Police Troopers are suing the agency for racial discrimination. A legal filing Tuesday seeks a class action status for a lawsuit accusing Maryland State Police of a pattern of discrimination and a hostile work environment. In the filing, the agency is accused of having an unfair promotional system that it has imposed unfounded, unwarranted, and overly severe discipline against troopers of color compared to disciplinary treatment of white officers. The suit also alleges the agency retelling, or check that, retaliating against officers who complain. A statement from Maryland State Police says the court filing is under review, adding that significant actions have been taken and are continuing to address the even, even the perception of racism and untreatment, unfair treatment of any kind. An historic jazz nightclub in Georgetown caught fire Tuesday evening. D.C. Fire and EMS says it happened at the Blues Alley Jazz Club on Wisconsin Avenue Northwest just before 6.30. Fire Department spokesperson Jennifer Donlin says crews quickly evacuated the building. They made entry into the building. They found fire on the second floor. It was technically in the area between the ceiling and the roof. Um, and that's where they had fire. So they were able to extinguish the fire. Nobody was injured in the fire. Musician Nadia Nordhaus was getting ready to play at the venue when she noticed the smoke. I was upstairs having my meal before we we uh, were going to play, and I heard the fire alarm go off. And at first it didn't seem like it had been smoky all through soundcheck, so I didn't think it was a big deal. But then when I opened the door, I could see the waves of smoke. 
The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Just ahead, after traffic and weather, does separating plastics from other trash have any effect on the environment? A closer look just ahead. It's 1207. With a silent approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. It's 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Ian. Got plenty of work zones already all over the place, especially here in Virginia. If you're headed along the inner loop of the Beltway, it looks like just as you make your way past Route 50, you do have the work crews out there as you make your, uh, along the left-hand side of the roadway, you have just a single right lane getting by between 50 and 66 right now. Watch out for all those folks along the left. You're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway. It's uh, coming down from Maryland just after River Road. You got the goings along the right hand side. You got just a single lane getting by across the American Legion Bridge, and that work crew continues all the way down towards the Dulles Toll Road. You will only have that single left lane getting by. Back on the inner loop of the Beltway after the Dulles Toll Road past 193, left side blocked there. Westbound side of 66 has the work zone headed past the Beltway, of course. Right lane is blocked there. Now, VDOT says that they are going to close the ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway on a westbound 66, but I I don't see any cones set up uh, just yet. Maybe they changed their mind. Let's hope so. If you're headed eastbound on 66, the work zone is after 28. Now, the delays look way better. Nowhere near as bad as even just a few minutes ago. As of now, you will have just a single lane getting by towards the Fairfax County Parkway. Once you're near the Fairfax County Parkway, all traffic is forced to get onto the access road to continue eastbound on 66. You will not be forced to exit. You'll just have to continue on the access road until you're back onto 66 East. Southbound I-95 after Route 1, the work zone is along the right-hand side of the roadway. Stay to the left as you make your way down towards the Prince William Parkway. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer with your midweek forecast. We're tracking some low clouds, fog, and some mist and drizzle across our area. That's going to be the case right on through the early morning hours on our Wednesday. Now, we will see a chance for shower activity as the cold front moves our direction. Uh, those showers, not going to see anything too heavy, and most of the area is actually on the drier side of things, but we do have that chance of showers, so good idea to keep the umbrella handy just in case. Highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. Behind that system, we'll see sunshine, high of 66 on Thursday. Only in the upper 50s for Friday. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. If you had 59 in the temperature lottery, you're a winner. It's 59 at Fort Belvoir, 59 at Silver Spring, 59 at Foggy Bottom. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 12-11, and by now, most of us are separating plastics out from our other household garbage and taking the recycling bin to the curb every week. And while it may feel like you're doing something right for the environment, a new report from Greenpeace finds the vast majority of that plastic will not be made into new parks, benches, or to new bottles. It's going to be heading for a landfill. Lisa Ramson is senior plastics campaigner for Greenpeace USA. She joined Sean and Hillary with more. So last year, U.S. households generated an estimated 51 million tons of plastic waste, and only 2.4 million tons of that got recycled. So we're looking at about 5%. So what's the reason for that? Is the reason that we are not recycling, us regular citizens, or the fact that local governments aren't able to get the stuff recycled anymore? It's a combination of a bunch of different factors. Plastic is a, it's a tricky material and plastic waste is difficult to collect. It's really tricky to sort for recycling because there are so many different types of plastics that gets, get all mixed together. It's actually environmentally harmful to reprocess the plastic. It can create toxicity concerns for workers in these recycling facilities. And plastics are often made of and contaminated by toxic materials. So the plastics can't be turned into food grade material again because of these toxicity concerns. And all of these lead to the overarching fact that it's just not economical to recycle plastic. It's often cheaper to buy new plastic than to buy recycled plastic. So if it's not economical to recycle plastic, folks may remember that a lot of our parents and grandparents bought things in glass. I mean, soda was uh, distributed in glass bottles. Many things were distributed by glass. Could we go back to that again? That's part of what we're advocating for. We are calling on big corporations like Coke and Pepsi and Nestle and Unilever to switch to systems of refill and reuse. You know, this is how lots of people used to get their products, even some 40, 50 years ago. They can get a soda or their milk in a glass bottle, and then they can return it to the store. It will be cleaned and refilled, and this really will help put an end to this plastic waste crisis that we're facing. In the meantime, what can we as individuals do to try to get more things recycled. It's important to keep recycling, but also you can call on these companies and our government to, you know, enact things like bottle bills and to support a global plastics treaty, which um, world leaders are coming together to discuss in Uruguay next month. So I think by calling on these corporations to switch to systems of refill and reuse and reduce the amount of plastic that they are producing is, is a key thing to do here. Lisa Ramson is the senior plastics campaigner for Greenpeace USA. Just ahead on WTOP, a big night at home for the Wizards. Rob Woodfork with details ahead. It's 1214. Have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in your car and the WTOP app on your phone? Then you have one-touch access to the WTOP live stream. 50 trying to head toward the westbound. Traffic reports, podcasts, this podcast has allowed us to and more. And orchestra. Check it out today. With the Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery, game time is anytime. Hey, one-ounce tube of sunscreen, SPF 70. I'm going to say 479, 499. That means it's time to spin the wheel! 
the Price is Right Scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. Scratch to spin the wheel and see if you have the winning bid at the Showcase Showdown. Two games in one with a top prize of $200,000 at a retailer near you. Odds of winning top prize in the Price is Right, 1 in 2,040,000. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 12-15, the update from Rob Woodfork. The Wizards pummeled the Pistons, 120-99 at Capital One Arena. Their 15th straight home victory over Detroit, led by Michigan native Kyle Kuzma's game-high 25 points. With Bradley Beal's sideline half the game by back tightness, Coach Wes Unsell Jr. It's always tough. You go stretch without Brad. He's able to come back into the game and kind of gave us some life. The changing defenses throughout last season gave us a lot of problems. But we handled it a little better tonight. So there's growth, you know, in that area. But overall, I think finding a way to play as close to 48 minutes as possible is big for us. It's not always going to go perfect, but we were able to weather the storm and, and kind of separate there, there in the third and obviously in the fourth. Even with a few lapses, the Wizards outscored the Pistons in each of the four quarters. Beal returned to score 11 of his 13 points in the second half. And fortunately, there's time for him to get that back right as the Wizards are off until Friday. Washington Spirit fans think Ashley Sanchez and Karina Rodriguez only met in college before teaming up in D.C., but Karina told WTOP, in reality, they've been friends since the age of 12. We joke about it because even before that, we knew of each other because we were both from the same SoCal area, and so playing against each other it's always like, I don't want to play against her. She's really good and vice versa. So it's just crazy to see how our friendship has progressed and to play through basically every level that you could play through. See the full interview and read Jose Umania's Latino History Month story on WTOP.com. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. There's a new plan to gradually bring back all of Metrorail's 7,000 series rail cars in the coming weeks. But those cars will have to go through rigorous safety inspections first. There are questions about whether Metro currently has the staff to do that. The candidates in the razor-thin Pennsylvania Senate race squared off in their first and only debate Tuesday evening. Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz agreed to the use of closed captioning to ensure Fetterman could follow questions. He's recovering from a stroke that happened just before the state's primary in May. The 19-year-old gunman who killed two people and wounded several others Monday at his former high school was armed with an AR-15-style rifle, more than 6,000 rounds of ammunition, and more than a dozen high-capacity magazines. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 1217, breast cancer is the leading cancer for women. Black women are more likely to die of breast cancer than white women. It's still a public health problem. Dr. Kathy Ann Joseph works to tackle health inequities impacting women of color. What barriers do black women face? There's structural barriers, um, whether it's access to care. Not all care is equal. Your zip code is really going to dictate your ultimate um, outcomes. Black women are also more likely to be diagnosed at a younger age in comparison to white women. And with triple negative breast cancer, a more aggressive subtype. CBS's Elise Press and health professionals urge women to get their annual mammograms and to ask their doctor if they should get any other screenings for the disease. It's 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th and right back to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. 
Thanks, Ian. On the outer loop of the Beltway, there was an accident seen after Georgia Avenue. Looks like that has officially cleared. If you see them along the right-hand side of the roadway, they're likely over on the shoulder. Watch out for them anyways. Northbound side of Old Georgetown Road headed past the Capitol Beltway. You've got a work zone there along the left-hand side. Southbound side also has the left side blocked, so watch out for them. Outer loop of the Beltway after River Road. That's where the delays begin because of the work crew. Work crews along the right-hand side. Once again tonight, you'll have just a single lane getting you by across the American Legion Bridge. And, of course, once you're in that far left lane, that'll continue to be the only lane that you've got until all the way down towards the Dulles Toll Road. Also, looks like they're on the ramp from the GW Parkway onto the outer loop once again tonight. Watch out for that. You have at least one lane available to you on the ramp, but it is going to be a little crowded there with all the work crews. Inner loop of the Beltway also has a few work crews as you head past Gallows Road. They're going to come up on the left-hand side. Single file to the right is what you've got as you head past 66. And then as you head up towards 193, you'll see them along the left-hand side as well. Westbound 66 past the Beltway, right lane currently blocked. Eastbound side between 28 and the Fairfax County Parkway, just a single lane gets by, and then that single lane gets thrown onto the access road uh, to Fairfax County Parkway, so you can continue eastbound from there. Eastbound after Nutley Street, looks like the work crews along the right-hand side, single lane gets you by. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Storm Team 4 tracking the chance for some fog around the area, so give yourself a little bit of extra time out there on your Wednesday morning. Temperatures rebounding nicely, upper 60s to low 70s as the cold front moves in. That will give us a chance for some shower activity as well, although not expecting a whole lot of rain. On Thursday, sunshine, rather breezy, a high of 66. Friday looking good, but cool. Highs only in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 59 by the water in Annapolis. It's 56 in Bowie, 59 in Lee. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Visit NewLookHomeDesign.com. Just ahead on WTOP. Controversy, conspiracy theories. Montgomery County hopes to stabilize its planning board. I'm Kate Ryan. 1221. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Verihill, V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Verahil sounds good. Tell me more. Verahil.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Verahil.com. The Invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is WTOP News. It's 1222. We are learning more about a shooting in Northwest D.C. Monday night that injured a four-year-old boy and two other men. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says investigators now know the men exchanged gunfire with at least one other person. The injured men were found in a car on Kennedy Street Northwest. They've both been arrested. Conti says the child was not in the car. The four-year-old had no connection to any other individual or any other people who were involved. The four-year-old uh, was doing what four-year-olds should be doing and did not deserve to be shot on Kennedy Street last night. 
The child's injuries are not considered to be life-threatening. D.C. police have identified a third person of interest but have not yet made an arrest. Immediately after passing a sweeping master plan for development for the next 30 years, the Montgomery County Council has begun to consider who will get the five vacant seats on the county planning board. Is WTOP's Kate Ryan. Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz kicked off the public interview of 11 candidates for the temporary planning board with an attempt to reassure residents. There have been a lot of conspiracy theories out there, and I just want to allay those. Albornoz said the process was not baked or predetermined that the temporary board members would serve to build a bridge until a new council is elected. The replacements are needed after internal conflicts erupted on the board and the council accepted the resignations of all five members. The board reviews applications for development and will implement the newest master plan known as Thrive 2050. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 1223 now and a new leader will take over in Prince William County next year. Christopher Shorter has become the, will become the new county executive on January 3rd after a decision by the Board of Supervisors. Shorter has more than 18 years experience in local government, the last two as Baltimore's city administrator. In his new role, Shorter will make $350,000. Do you know the world's biggest hub for data centers is in Northern Virginia? WTOP's Neil Loganskeen speaks with the folks who know all about it. It is true that it's the data center capital of the world, the largest market in the world by three times. Rob Factor with commercial real estate services and investment firm CBRE says it's clear why Loudoun and Prince William counties like data centers. Big tax revenue without stress on any services. You're not putting cars on the road with people in offices. He says local governments do have to work with developers and constituents to mitigate noise and aesthetic concerns. If you think about it, it's no different than when AT&T was stringing telephone poles and all of a sudden you had this beautiful scenic vista from your home and the telephone pole was built. Neil Logenstein, WTLP News. D.C. Public Library is expanding its hours starting Monday, November 14th. The library is adding 15 more hours of operation at the Central Library and at neighborhood libraries district-wide. In a news release, the library says the added hours will increase opportunities for morning and evening visits and make it easier to reserve a room for community meetings. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Can Wall Street make it four in a row? Stocks are coming off their third consecutive daily gain as mostly positive third quarter earnings offset worries about interest rates and the economy. The market may have a tougher hill to climb today after Google parent Alphabet turned in disappointing results last night. Microsoft beat forecasts but said the rising dollar weighed on revenue growth. Another bucket of third quarter earnings is on the way today with Boeing, Hilton and Kraft Heinz among those expected to report. We'll hear from Ford later today after it warned last month that profits would be down from a year ago. It has a tough act to follow after GM turned in blowout results yesterday. The help wanted sign remains out at Fidelity Investments. The firm has met its goal of adding 12,000 employees by the end of the third quarter. It wants to hire 4,000 more by the end of the year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets putting on a happy face this morning. The Nikkei up over 1%. In Shanghai, stocks up over almost 1.5%. The Hang Seng is ahead over 2%. Just ahead on WTOP, more on Tuesday night's key debate in a key race that could determine the balance of power in the United States Senate. 
1226. Data is at the core of your mission. It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how NetScope helps federal customers keep data secure from the day.